Now, the Trail Talk Podcast. Anything and everything snowmobiling. From UpstateSnow.com, here's meteorologist Rich Lupia. Well, you can't see me yet. You'll see me in just a couple of moments. And the next gentleman on the Trail Talk Podcast that you will see, he is the president of the Southern Tug Hill Snow Riders. Uh, he is the commander, captain of confusion, I suppose, uh, the pride of the Arlington, New York fire department, great guy and a great asset to snowmobiling in upstate New York. Please welcome in to the trail talk podcast, Mr. Chris rank. How are you, sir? Good, Rich. How are you? How's the family doing? Uh, family's doing great, and uh, your family uh, has grown a little bit since the last time we talked. Absolutely. Uh, proud father of two daughters now, so i uh, got a three-week-old at home. Everybody's happy and healthy, which is the most important part, and looking forward to uh, getting them to see some snow in the near future here. Yeah, but you're surrounded by women. That might be part of the problem here. <laughs> okay, I'm already in trouble. Uh, you know, That's it. Uh, podcast over. Thanks. See you later. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I know that uh, you have had a lot of stuff going on in the last year uh, in your life, but you continue to be the president of the Southern Tug Hill Snow Riders. You said you're going to be spending a lot of time upstate uh, in the upcoming uh, in the upcoming winter season. So tell me a little bit more about what Southern Tug Hill Snow Riders is doing as a club and where your biggest needs are right now. Uh, certainly. So, I mean, first off, hats off to the volunteers, like always, um, you know, without the dedication of my, you know, close friends and family, uh, and a handful of the same volunteers, the Southern Tugdale Snow Riders trail system would not be possible. And that's the same sentiment for, you know, any snowmobile club across the state, uh, across the Northeast, really across the country. Um, so hats off to those volunteers that spend just the, the dozens of hours a week or a month, uh, to make it work. Uh, at Southern Tug, we're, we're pretty fortunate. We have a core group of young volunteers that have surfaced over the past couple years and uh, have really taken some ownership and some uh, equipment maintenance projects, trail work. Uh, so we've been working diligently um, all summer long at the helm of my vice president, Brian Bedell. We kind of started up Wednesday night equipment maintenance nights. You know, every Wednesday night, uh, guys show up to the barn after work, five, six o'clock. Uh, we have some pizza and some drinks for them, and uh, they've been working all summer long on drags, on equipment, uh, changing fluids, and, and kind of getting ready for the season. Um, you know, also, you know, newsletters and membership mailings and stuff like that. Stuff like that never ends. Um, obviously, hopefully, you find us on social media with nearly 20,000 followers. We try to uh, put out some new creative content almost every day. Uh, from here on out, we'll be posting every single day with some sort of update uh, as, as kind of the weather allows us to get going here. Um, so that's kind of kind of the, the brief summary. It's It's always... Uh, something to do. And, and if you ever have some extra time and you're an avid snowmobiler, please reach out to myself or please reach out to some other club out there uh, because we can use you for, any, for a number of different things. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, and that's really the biggest thing is, is uh, you live 
several hours away from the Tug Hill, just like I live several hours away from the Tug Hill in, uh, you know, in upstate New York. But yet we are vested into what happens in upstate New York. We're vested into how much snow happens on the hill, getting things done and coming up to work uh, whenever we have the chance, whenever we have that ability. Um, what is the biggest project that you guys have completed since um, you know, you know, over over the summer, uh, from the summertime till now, what's the biggest project that you needed to get to get the trails to where they are, to where they could be opened, assuming we had the snow? Yeah, absolutely. So we've had a, a handful of bridges washed away as a result of the devastating, catastrophic flooding rains we had over the summer. Um, so we had three of our own bridges that were either shifted or washed away uh, that had to be pulled back, reset and replaced. Uh, and that's just hours and hours of labor uh, and equipment, rental and or donation uh, and costs that we don't plan for, uh, but had to had to happen. So we had three of those bridges that have been repaired. Uh, unfortunately, once again, on our Ziegler Road uh, in the town of West Turn, we had the enti entire eight foot culvert wash away. That same culvert was replaced the year prior. Uh, fortunately enough, the town has graciously replaced it. Uh, and that's kind of a town highway, DPW, public works type project, kind of way beyond our scope. Uh, but fortunately enough, they have fixed that again just in the time for winter. And that allows us to open up a beautiful section of our Ziegler Neff Bauer Roads, which ties in West Slide into the Seville areas and heading up towards High Market. So grateful for that. Uh, right now, we're working with some uh, ongoing flooding issues out in our Swankett Mills section. So section of our trail that ties the southern part of Lewis County to the northern part of Oneida County and the TC Riders Trail System. Um, unfortunately, beavers have dammed up a low section of seasonal road, and there is just 18 to 24 inches of standing water at all times. So we've recently... Oh. Yep. Um, it's, it's on state land, so we've been working with the... Oh. Uh, DC and, and uh, obtaining the proper permits and this and that. So uh, in lieu of our meeting this Saturday, we're actually going to put a work crew out there now that we have the permits uh, and the equipment ready to go to try to improve that section. The goal is for us to open some things up, drop the water level just in time for hopefully some freezing weather. Uh, we'll lock everything in place and hopefully have a good year without any major problems out there. Okay, um, so Saturday, Saturday, so, what time on yeah. Saturday and where? So this Saturday, we're planning on starting work at 9 a.m. at our groomer barn located on Fish Creek Road in West Leiden, right next to the Hideaway Restaurant. Uh, like I said, in lieu of a, a, a normal monthly meeting. So our, our typical meetings are the third Saturday of every month, uh, 10 a.m. at the milk plant. But as a board of directors and as, as, as an executive board, we made the decision just this evening uh, to host a work day instead of a, a meeting. Um, so that's that's the route we're going to go. We think that's the best use of our volunteers' time. Uh, and then we'll kind of recap via email and or a Zoom uh, during the week to handle any business that needs to be handled before the end of the year. So Saturday, 9 a.m., STH Groomer Barn. Please bring your, uh, your mud boots and your car hearts if you can help out. Over 60 miles of trail, Southern Lewis County. You're one of the biggest... Uh, clubs and one of the most important clubs on all the Tug Hill. You have some great seasonal roads and some great connections to other clubs around you. Without you, the the trail system would be a shell of what uh, it could be uh, up there. How many hundreds, if not thousands of hours go into grooming all throughout the winter? So say we're able to start grooming now and you're grooming straight through uh, mid to late March. Approximately how many hours, uh, you know, good winter to bad winter, are you guys grooming those trails? 
Yeah, I mean, typically uh, we think of the snowmobile season as like a 10 to 12 week season. Unfortunately, um, you know, all of us love it dearly and we spend a tremendous amount of money and time preparing for this short season. Uh, but realistically, nowadays, you got to figure you're going to get uh, most of January, most of February and then a piece of December and hopefully a piece of March to make up our 10 to 12 weeks. Um, especially on the tug. We're fortunate with some elevation. We're fortunate with lake effect uh, that that's where we're allowed to kind of, uh, you know, get that 10 to 12 week window. So the hours wise last year, we had a very good winter. I mean, statewide snow. Once we did get snow, which was late, I think it started around December 28th last year. We started grooming and we really didn't stop until early March. Uh, pretty much groomed straight through for 50 some nights, if my memory recalls. And I think we were in the about 720 or 750 hours of volunteerism um so that's actually that's i'm sorry that's 700 uh at miles of grooming you know okay. rich cut that cut that out my numbers are messed up um I'm, I'm no you're fine it. man you're fine so i'm just trying to do rough math so 50 <laughs> nights call it times yeah. uh 8 16 24 say 36 so we're gonna say rough math 50 times 40 uh that's 2,000 hours all right ask that question again Okay, so 2,000 hours worth of grooming, uh, thousands of miles worth of grooming over your 60 miles of trails back and forth, you know, time after time, you know, 60 times 50. Yeah, I mean, that's over 3,000 miles. Um, yeah, so, so ask the question again, and I'll, I'll chime up the answer. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. I think we pretty much answered the question. Um, so uh, the next thing that I wanted to ask you about was post-pandemic, now that the restrictions are a little bit different than what they were last winter, last winter was very tight. There were some businesses that had to kick people out or only allow them in on a rotating basis because of numbers. At this moment, as of December 7th, 2021, there are no numbers or restrictions of that type in place. Assuming it stays that way with Omicron throughout uh, the, you know, the wintertime, assuming that we stay level, how are the businesses getting through this? And what are the main businesses that folks riding up on Southern Tug Hill can patronize and say thank you to your trail system? So uh, speaking to a lot of business owners, they had fairly good years last year. Uh, families, as you know, were looking to kind of get out, enjoy the fresh air, do some outside safe activities. And that's exactly what snowmobiling is. Um, restaurants were had to reduce their seating capacity due to COVID constrictions, restrictions, but um, they seem to all do well and fare well. And like I mentioned before, we were gifted with a relatively good snow year. We had pretty much adequate snow coverage and good trail conditions from early January all the way through March. So that really helped them. Uh, some of our staple kind of restaurants and stops throughout our trail system uh, is the Milk Plant Tavern uh, in West Leiden. You know, excellent option for dining and drink. That's where we host our, our monthly meetings. Uh, you have the Hilltop Market if you need some fuel right there in West Leiden. Uh, of course, you have the Tug Hill Hideaway located off Fish Creek Road right on the trail ample uh trailer parking in the back uh they do have some lodging options now this year they had a new owner last year who's doing a tremendous job uh, with his menu some excellent food and drink options out there 
Uh, heading up towards High Market, you have Barrow's Performance, who opens kind of their weekend hot dog shack. Uh, you can get fuel there. Uh, obviously, any type of parts or service or sled needs, you can take care of Barrow's. And then you have the High Market Inn, which is uh, shared by the Southern Tuck Hill Snow Riders and also the Turn Ridge Riders. That's kind of where our two clubs meet. And obviously, we're great friends with them and work hand in hand with those guys on a daily basis. So um, we enjoy patronizing that restaurant. Again, food and drink is excellent. Uh, the owners are super snowmobile friendly. Um, and then, of course, in Constableville, you do have a Circle K, uh, which is an excellent fuel trailer parking uh, and also kind of little diner stop for a quick bite to eat if you need something. So lots of opportunity to uh, to stop, get warm, grab a bite to eat and grab some fuel. Um, so that's we're looking forward to, to getting into all those places very shortly. Yeah, de yeah, definitely, for sure. It uh, doesn't look like anything over the next week to maybe two weeks to be able to get in, but hopefully around, if not after Christmas time, it'll get colder, it'll get snowier, the snow will more importantly stick, and we will uh, we will have some more riding opportunities. Uh, I got uh, one more question for you, maybe another if I uh, think about it here, um, and it's this, uh, and I always ask this uh, of my guests. Um, the biggest concern that you have for snowmobiling going into um, this season. There's always uh, you know, the talk of what's going great, what's going right. What is the number one concern for not just you personally, but more so for Southern Tug Hill snow riders as a snowmobile club going into this winter? Uh a little bit more of a global answer. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that with uh, myself, along with Chris Skipper from the Turn Ridge Riders, have been working closely with Lewis County, uh, and we've been working hard to educate uh, elected officials and business owners on the impact that snowmobiling has to the area. Uh, we were part of a, a wonderful economic impact study that was, um, you know, released last winter into the spring, and it and it told us how much money is estimated to bring into the Tug Hill region specific. Uh, and all of that money is 100% um, brought into that because of the hard work of the volunteers. The volunteers are your your resource that is working tirelessly around the clock during the winter months uh, to bring in all of this tourism and all of this industry. Snowmobiling, uh, as we know, is the second largest industry in Lewis County, second to, of course, uh, agriculture. So the fact that all of that is burdened upon volunteers, that's my biggest concern, is just not build, burning out our volunteers and building some sort of sustainability model to snowmobiling. Uh, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in 2022. Uh, but the fact that there's some people talking about it um, and we're trying to develop some funding mechanisms that are going to help these snowmobile clubs keep up the very, very expensive equipment. Um, you know, it's, it's very costly to build a bridge or add a section of trail uh, and, of course, purchase a groomer for $300,000 or $350,000. So if we can figure out a way to tap into some of that money that's coming in and distribute it back down to the clubs, uh, it's really going to pay us dividends in the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Uh, my goal is to make snowmobiling continue to grow uh, throughout the Tug Hill region in upstate New York so that my daughters uh, can enjoy the heck out of it just like I do. Uh, as I'm 20 and 30 years old. so Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, uh, I was just about ready to wrap up the uh, the podcast, and maybe that uh, beeping on the other end means it's uh, it's it's time to go there. Uh, is that uh, is that an alarm that you have to tend to, sir? 
that is the phone ringing, so I better jump off and grab that, all right? All right, no problem. You've been listening to the Trail Talk Podcast here on UpstateSnow.com. Thank you, Chris Rink from the Southern Tug Hill Snow Riders, and we will see you soon. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts and videos, visit UpstateSnow.com. You guys call me over here?